This is Time Signatures with Jim Irvin, a podcast and radio program presented by the Capital Area Blues Society in Lansing, Michigan. Most any contemporary musical style can trace its roots back to the blues. Time Signatures explores the blues and its musical connections with captivating interviews, lively discussions, and news from the world of the blues. And now, here he is, your host, Jim Irvin. Hey, thank you so much, Parker, and welcome to Time Signatures. I'm your host, Jim Irvin. And before we go any further and I get into the show here, um, I have to admit that I was up late last night. My voice is definitely on the rough edge right now because I was uh, screaming and hooting and hollering at the Michigan game as they beat Alabama and sent the tide rolling right down the road. (laughs) So uh, that's why I sound like I do. But I wanted to address that because I don't sound like I normally do and, uh, and just move on. So I'm pleased and honored to be recording live today from the VFW National Home in Eaton Rapids, Michigan, the only Eaton Rapids on earth. And my very special guests are Michael Wilson, the executive director of the VFW National Home here, and also Travis Mandenberg, who also works at the VFW National Home. But he also holds a distinction of being among the first graduates for the home's Guitars for Vets program. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Um, For anybody that knows me, you know that I absolutely love our veterans, our men and our women of the military. So it gives me great pleasure to, first of all, say to both of you, thank you for your service and welcome to Time Signatures. Glad to have you here. We're glad to be here. Very happy to be here. Fantastic. So, Michael, we're going to dive right in here and we're going to start with you, sir. Okay. Um, I did a little bit of homework on the okay. Guitars for Vets program and I was blown away because nationally, Uh, There's 110 chapters in 40 states, and there's a handful here in Michigan. Mm -hmm. Um, I also understand that Brian Laurent was involved with this program here locally. Yes, uh, he and I are the ones that started it. So uh, back in 2022, early 2022, I discovered it through a visit to the VFW's national headquarters shortly after I took the position as executive director here. Knowing Brian was a musician and uh, an artist himself uh, from past life, right? Uh, he'd been here, you know, well over twenty years, working here for over twenty years. And uh, when I got back and talked to Brian, I said, you know, this is a program we got to start. It's had six degrees of separation because I knew Brian through the Sun Dried Festival because he used to play with his band, mm-hmm. and he is from Saint Ignace, which right. is where my family—I've got family up there. Oh, and so when I saw Brian Laurent pop up on the the screen today, when I clicked on the uh, on the location to you know to find a an outlet you know, for this program, and I saw his name, and I'm like, oh man, this is really cool. Yeah, yeah. So he he helped get it rolling. He got helped get it started. Very very cool. Now this was you said back in 2022. Yeah, 2022 uh, was March of 2022 when um, when I discovered Guitars for Vets through the VFW. Okay, uh, they're a partner, and um, like I said, I brought it back and talked to Brian. And Brian had kind of, you know, retired from the music business sure, and yeah. was raising family and, uh, yeah. you know, being a coach and all that. And he's, I could tell there was a little something, a little twinkle in his eye and he still was interested in uh, getting something going. So him and I got it rolling. Um, he'd moved on to a different career by the time we got really into it, but uh, uh, he was helpful in getting it set up and getting Travis signed up and some of the other guys that played in our first cohort. Very cool. Very cool. Now, this chapter has been in existence for the last couple of years. 
I was blown away uh, as I was looking at some of this stuff. 50,000 lessons have been taught through this program and over 5,000 guitars have been given to the men and women of our military. Yeah. And, um, and it's, and it's such a cool program when you look at the background of it, but I loved reviewing the list of sponsors that included uh, Gibson Gives Foundation, the Yance Valor Foundation, also Gibson Brands, Les Paul Foundation, Three Chord Bourbon, who's got ties to the music industry, Heartland Home Health and Hospice. And as a former hospice aide, it gave my heart a little jump to see them involved in it. And so many more, but you guys have some strong partners in the program, don't you? There is. I mean, Guitars for Vets is, uh, you know, it's been around, I think, since 06 or 07, 2006, 2007. Okay. You know, once you see the results of the program, you really, you know, if you get any kind of heart at all, you you, you kind of fall in love with what it does for veterans. Yes, sir. So, um, and I think that's why there are so many foundations and organizations that uh, uh, back the Guitars for Vets program. Absolutely. And I love the fact that you guys take donations of cash as well as uh, the hardware, the guitars and right. what, yeah. whatnot. Talk about that for a minute. I mean, Ed, do you have people locally that bring guitars and donations to you for the program? Well, I would like to tell you a very heartwarming story. Please. Um, we have events here all the time at the National Home sure. where, where uh, organizations come visit, primarily VFWs and auxiliaries from around the United States, come and visit. And our membership meeting was in October. While we were at the membership meeting, um, a lot of times we do a thing called parade of checks. People will bring donations during that time for whatever, either a project we're working on or just general fund mm -hmm. donations. And up walks this lady with a guitar case and a guitar. And uh, she wants to donate this guitar. Wow. Her husband was a Vietnam veteran and uh, he bought the guitar new back in the early 80s. Wow. And uh, never really got the hang of it, put it in the closet, get it out every now and again. But he was hanging on to it in sure. hopes that maybe one of his kids or grandkids would have interest and start playing. And they never did. And, of course, he died of um, service-connected uh, causes. He died of Agent Orange, uh, cancer from Agent Orange. Gotcha. And his guitar had just been in the closet for, you know, three or four years. And his wife said, you know, I heard about the National Homes Guitars for Vets program, and I wanted to bring this and donate it to a worthy to a worthy veteran that's uh, learning to play guitar. And so we got it. It's a beautiful early 1980s Alvarez acoustic mm. Um, it's at a guitar text right now, getting the new bone saddle for the bridge and a couple of things. And, uh, we're going to put a, a little story in there about her husband in the case, you know, we'll stick it in the, uh, very cool. Some provenance. Yeah, that's sure. right. Yeah. And so, so yeah, we've had uh, probably a dozen guitars donated from people that just, they got it. They wanted to figure it out. They tried to learn. They couldn't do it. And they thought, what a better cause. Let's just give it to the national home for their guitars for vets program. That is so cool. Now we got to bring Travis in here. Um, because as I mentioned at the top of the show, he is a member of the graduate, first graduating class from the uh, local chapter here of the Guitars for Vets. Well, the program uh, touts the benefits of music for our vets who are suffering from post-traumatic stress disorder. Um, I know this is a very personal issue, um, but can you talk about how music has helped you along the way and uh, how it's helped you cope with PTSD? Yeah, well, first of all, I, I am a very big proponent of any sort of, um, of art therapy. Sure. Um, and I think, I think to a certain degree, everybody probably has their own art form that they, that they fall into or that they connect with. Music is a very, very big, uh, I think, it has a very big psychological impact on everyone. Sure. And I think being able to touch that, whether it is learning to play maybe the songs that got you through the hardest times in your life, you know, uh, deployment included, uh, can have a very big impact. But also, 
and and Mike says this all the time. I think you you just can't feel bad when you're playing a guitar. It's it's impossible. And I see I see Mike's got a guitar with him today too. How long have you been playing? You've been playing for a long time. Forty five years, forty six years. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So uh, I've always wanted to learn the guitar. I've always wanted. It's one of the things. Uh, you know, I remember when I was a I was a teenager, and somebody like a friend of the family donated uh, a guitar to us. And for whatever reason, lessons never came about. It was like it was sitting in the closet for years. And then I think it got sold at like a yard sale or something okay. when I moved out. And I never got a chance to, to learn how to play. You know, from there, I tried to play actually after uh, I got out of the service. And I had a, a really nice Ibanez Halberd that I bought. I just stumbled across it on, on eBay. And so this is a lifelong goal that I have been trying to pursue. I didn't even have the resources to do it until the Guitars for Vets program. That that guitar also went by the wayside. So uh, so first of all, this is, you know, this is like a, a check off of my bucket list. And then as for, you know, how it helps with PTSD, uh, first of all, everybody's PTSD, I think, is a little bit different. Um, a lot of it, I think, corresponds to the specific experiences. You know, I think a lot of it corresponds to exactly you know, how the experiences uh, might have affected somebody. So no two people will have the exact same, you know, symptoms or the exact same experience. That being said, I think, you know, kind of an anxiety or a fear is one of the overarching prevailing effects. Okay. And that can affect you anywhere. You can be talking to your boss and something comes up. And you're like, I'm not prepared for this. And all of a sudden you just kind of freak out and you're trying to, you're trying to handle it. Or, you know, maybe, um, you're just out at a restaurant and you think that you're having a very straightforward conversation. And then somebody comments that you're watching everybody walking around, um, being able to sit down and do something with your hands and focus and repetition that calms somebody's mind. Uh, I would like to say that it's, it's kind of like a meditation in a way. Okay. And then as you go, you learn expression. You learn self-expression. Yes. And the music combined with the self-expression is a very powerful tool. Absolutely, yes. Um, you know, I would, I would say that that's probably uh, something that any of the blues artists that you talk to would probably say. You know, that, that self-expression during the, the hardest times of your life, or maybe even a way to make yourself feel more powerful when you don't feel that way naturally. Right. Makes sense. You're listening to Time Signatures. I'm your host, Jim Urban. And along with me today is the executive director of the VFW National Home, Michael Wilson. And uh, we also have, as, uh, as you just heard, gentlemen here, uh, uh, also works at the VFW National Home, uh, Travis Mandenberg. But he is also a part of the first graduating class of the Guitars for Vets locally. And um, this is, to me, it has a very deep touch. Okay, because as I said, I, I have a deep passion for the veterans and the people that have served our country as they have. And to see people that can benefit from a program like this is absolutely wonderful. I think that Travis reached out and, and mentioned that, you know, the expression of music and different things to help get through PTSD. Uh, very, very important. 
Now, I know that they accept stuff nationally. We already determined that they accept guitars here locally. I would assume you also take uh, cash donations absolutely. and whatnot. We absolutely do. Our Guitars for Vets chapter uh, hasn't done any fundraisers in the past, but what we want to do is we want to do fundraisers for Guitars for Vets. Sure. And so you know, they do so much for us. I mean, literally, they loan us the guitars that the students learn with, and then each student that graduates gets a free guitar. You know? Right. And I'm sure they get a, a number of those donated too, but they've still got to operate. And so they've got a pretty massive operating budget. And just in speaking with some folks at Guitars for Vets, they're falling a bit short of their fundraising goal for the year. And so they want to take an opportunity for our chapter to do some fundraising, either through you know, getting a donated guitar and raffling it off or or maybe we'll do some kind of a concert or jam session out here and charge some admission. But Man, wouldn't that be cool? That I would be love to see something like that. Well, you and I will be talking because that's, uh, I really think that's something <laughs> we'll be doing in the summer this year is uh, putting together a little jam out here and feature a couple of our students and uh, get a couple of local acts to come out and play. And, uh, I, I got something I want to talk to you about after we get done right, here. I, I'm, right. I'm getting the, the wheels turning already. Good. Good. And uh, yeah, I, yeah, I'm excited about that. So that can actually be a great um, warm up uh, for our 2025 100th anniversary. Yes. So, you know, we turn 100 in 2025. That's crazy. That's we, so exciting. You know, Guitars for Vets, as far as I'm concerned, is going to be a part of the main stage of that. And sure. So, so you and I'll have to rub our brains together and see what we can come up with for something for 2025. And well. yeah, and we're definitely going to have to keep in touch because I want to be here when you have the celebration. I Absolutely. think that would be, that'd be so cool to see. Right. Now, I was nosing around the Guitars, and Vets, uh, Guitars for Vets page. Um, now, do you guys take items other than guitars? Locally, uh, I mean, I we would they take, take a little bit of everything, bass yeah, guitars and, yeah, and acoustics yeah, we take, and electrics. We take ukuleles, bass guitars, whatever. I mean, because we also want veterans to explore that. Sure. You, know? you get the basics of a six-string guitar. And uh, we actually have a night during uh, the 10 weeks of class where we bring in a 12-string and a nice. mandolin. And a, uh, somebody brought a cigar box guitar, three-string. Those are cool. Yeah, they are cool. Yeah. And so we... I can't remember. Travis brought in an electric guitar. And so mm -hmm. we had a little bit of everything so people could just see maybe a six string acoustic isn't their gig. You know, maybe they would rather play, but it's all things strings. And so there's okay. usually one of the three instructors here can play any one of those instruments. And so if somebody wants to, you know, they have to graduate guitar vets with a six string, but sure. by exploring some of them other uh, stringed instruments, they may find something they want to try and do something different. So yeah, we'll, we'll accept any kind of stringed instruments, uh, accessories, guitar straps, picks, strings, okay, any sure. of that kind of stuff. And so we'll use it all. So. Now, I, in talking to Travis, I know he's got a little bit of the blues in his repertoire. Oh, yeah. He likes the blues. What about you, man? Oh, man, it's my past. Is it's, it? Uh, yeah. Another story, if you don't yeah, mind. Yeah, please. Uh, my, I was a rocker. I was that's, what this is, that's what this show is about. You yeah. Know. Okay. It's all about History. the blues. All right, good. Six, uh, 70s. Grew up in the 60s and 70s okay. with rock and roll. And, uh, you know, and I knew there was a little blues and rock and roll. I didn't know much about it. But I had a brother-in-law that uh, was a big blues fan. As a matter of okay. fact, he was a harmonica player, and he could sit in just about anywhere with his harmonica. Right. And uh, he come over and visit my sister one night. She had to go to work. And he said, well, let's let's go to the drive-in. I don't know if you remember drive-ins oh, or yeah. not. But I said, what's plans to drive us? He says, a movie called The Blues Brothers. And oh, said, my well, gosh. I'd love to go <laughs> see that, you know. So so I ride with him in his old 67 Chevy pickup truck, two sure. lawn chairs and a cooler full of whatever. And uh, we get to the drive-in. And uh, sure enough, he knows 80% of the songs that are being played during this movie. Wow. And uh, by the end of the movie, he's standing on the tailgate. And we, we backed up the hill, you know, and was facing the tailgate right, facing right. the music and he's standing on a tailgate playing shake your tail feathers or one of the songs in that 
and nobody's watching the movie. All the cards They're around all us are watching him. him That's cool. harmonica. <laughs> and I was like, what is this thing you play? It's it's the blues. It's the blues. And so from then on, I was a SRV, Eric Clapton, you know, more modern blues. Sure, and then sure. the further I grew into it, the more I learned about Robert Johnson and some of the older blues players. Oh, yeah. and, uh, and then just fell in love with the blues. And then, you know, I was playing the six string back then, but I was a, I was a country boy. You know? Okay. So I like playing country songs. Grew up with bluegrass, my parents. But then I started learning a little 12 bar and figured I could hold my own with some three chord, you know, things. And so then I started playing the blues. And so I like playing the blues, love playing the blues, love seeing the blues. Beautiful. Love all of it. So we'll have to, we'll have to talk about that too. We got all, we got all kinds, all kinds of, of things. things to talk That's about. Right, yeah. Matter of fact, when we're doing lessons, my son and my buddy plays and they're all t teaching rock and I'm trying to edge us towards the blues. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, I, want to, I want these guys to walk away with some blues influence. Absolutely, man. I actually have, uh, I don't know if I have it on my phone with me, but I have some video of uh, your son shredding on that uh, Matchbox guitar that got brought in. Oh, yeah, yeah, the guitar wow. box, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's cool. Box, yeah. It had pickups on it. He, he plugged into his amp, and he was shredding on a Matchbox guitar. It was yes, amazing yeah. to see. Yeah. That is so cool. He's very well, good. Travis, I wanted to have you uh, speak to something, if you can, here for me. Obviously, you've been a beneficiary of the, the Guitars for Vets program. Say there's a vet out there listening right now that maybe feels like they could use or, or benefit from uh, some kind of musical therapy in their life. What would you recommend to them? Oh, man, um, you're going to get me all emotional here. Uh, That's what this is about, brother. When I graduated from the class, the big feeling that I had was that I did not deserve the guitar. Um, I wanted to pass it out and actually donate it back to the program. And it wasn't because, you know, I didn't like it. Like I, I, you know, you can see I have an electric here sure. right? and the, and the sure. guitar that they gave me was an acoustic and it wasn't because I didn't like it. It wasn't because I didn't want it. I just, I just, I didn't feel like I, I had earned it. Um, so here's the thing. This program is put together primarily by vets, or at least that's, that's my, I didn't do the research, um, but by vets and for vets. Mm -hmm. Okay. We understand each other. We understand each other probably more than anybody else can understand us. Yes, sir. Anybody who's listening, you will absolutely benefit from this program. You absolutely deserve the chance to participate in this program. We want you to, whether it is just to experience what it's like to play a guitar for, you know, the first time in your life, or if, you know, you need it as a way to help you process things, it can do all of that. So, you know, if, if you're in an area that has it, uh, that has a Guitars for Vets program, seek it out. And I would also like to say, if there's anybody who has, uh, you know, resources, maybe teaches guitar or, or something, and you want to find a way to give back, this is a great way to do it. And I will say that absolutely any veteran that, that you interact with will appreciate. You know, if you're a guitar teacher, a guitar shop owner, you know, whatever, please reach out reach out to the program. You know, what's nice about the Guitars for Vets program is that you don't have to need to learn to play the guitar to be in the chapter. If you're a novice guitarist and you just want to 
join the chapter and be a part of the group of people that play, you can do that. You can be, you don't need the 10 lessons. Maybe you've got some guitar skill, you know, you sure. And you just want to be a part of the chapter, join the chapter. And so, you know, we all learn from each other. I mean, it's, you know, veterans are from veterans, guitarists are from guitarists and, you know, and so everything's technique and, and um, you can be a part of the chapter. You don't have to go through the 10 lesson program if you already know how to play the guitar. So we wouldn't want somebody that flies a jet airplane have to learn how to fly. A plane, you know? so, but also we don't want to bore anybody with, you know, because a lot of us are novice guitar players, you know, and so uh, all just trying to figure it out together. But yeah, I would say the same thing as Travis said, if you're a veteran and you want to know more about playing guitar, you want to know more about stringed instruments, you want to meet with people that like that too, then you've got patience. Because some of it takes patience. Sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Be, be a, call us up. Be a part of the chapter. So. Well, if you're listening and you want to donate to this very worthwhile cause, let me give a little bit of information here. Uh, you can make a phone call to make a donation. Their number is 855-448-4376. That's 855-G4V-HERO. Uh, you can also send donations to the Guitars for Vets Processing Center, the address is 13400 Bishop's Lane, Suite 120, in Brookfield, Wisconsin, 53005. Now, I will make sure to put these on our Facebook page and make sure that uh, that information is out there. Also on our uh, YouTube page when we get that up. Uh, you can also donate your musical equipment by calling the same number, or you can email michael at guitarsforvets.org. Now, the important part, it's all important, but the but the locally important part is how do they reach out to you, sir? They can uh, go to our website, vfwnationalhome.org. Uh, I think we have a link on there to the Guitars for Vets website. We don't have an actual page on our website yet, but uh, you can also reach out to info at vfwnationalhome.org. That'll go to one of our staff that'll send it to the right person. And so- okay. Uh, you can call us here. Now I got to remember that number. Uh, <laughs> 517 Help me out, Travis. Uh, 1521. That's the one. All right. 517 Very cool. Here. Guys, I want to thank you both for being here today. And thank you, Travis, especially for sharing on a personal level what this program has meant to you. Um, you know, I know that the, the PTSD stuff is... I don't understand it because I didn't go through it, um, but I understand the depth and the importance of, of being able to address it and, uh, and move forward with your life and try to learn how to cope as well. Um, but I'm very glad to have both of you here. I, as I wrap up, I just want to remind you, keeping the blues of live is what we're all about here. Uh, preserving the history of the blues, one story at a time, that's my mission. And so until next time, be well. And we will see you on the next edition of Time Signatures. This has been Time Signatures with Jim Irvin, presented by the Capital Area Blues Society in Lansing, Michigan. For more information on cabs, visit capitalareablues.org. You can find this episode and past episodes at lccconnect.org. The Time Signatures theme song, Michigan Roads, is used by permission and was written by Root Doctor, featuring Freddie Cunningham. Until next time, keep on keeping the blues alive.